like China's ICO hardline stance, about the first ICCO ever, and also Pirate Bay and their Monero mining updates. So for a quick recap of today's daily crypto news, please keep on watching. Hi everyone, I'm Kevin from BFB. Many of you guys know me already, but I am doing this series with Adrian as well, and we have other influencers under our BFB umbrella, like Fez, like Terrence, etc. So you can be expecting many of these videos from us daily. So we're here to keep you up to date and give you interesting crypto content as well. So if you don't mind giving me a quick like, subscribe, and hit that bell icon, I would greatly appreciate that. So let's take a quick look at the markets today, okay? Um, unfortunately, we did not get past that 7,000 level for Bitcoin. Instead, it dropped back down quite a bit to roughly $6,400 with a roughly like 5.5 to 6% drop from 24 hours. For Ethereum, it's at roughly 439, also dropped roughly 8.7%. Overall cap at $253 billion. Bitcoin dominance went up just a tad bit at 43.2%. And volume is down a little bit at $14 billion. So it was unfortunately that we could not break that previous resistance level. And instead we went down to our weekly lows of like last week, if you remember it. I was holding out hope that we can get into a bull market or a breakout or whatnot, but alas, it wasn't meant to be. And many traders said that we haven't quite hit the bottom yet. So until we do find the bottom, it's not gonna go on a true bull market run. So let us take a look at the first topic. As we all know, China is not friendly to crypto right now. They are doubling down on rogue ICOs. The People's Bank of China stated that if there are ICOs in the country that don't follow the legal and regulatory frameworks, they're going to crush their operations. That's pretty scary for all the Chinese people trying to get in on this crypto craze, right? If you guys don't remember, they had a wide ban of all things crypto like ICOs, trading, exchanges, etc. back in September of last year of 2017. But then earlier this year, they started putting out official ratings and talking more about blockchain projects from an official capacity. So people were confused. They're like, are they bullish on crypto? Are they going to become more friendly later? One of the ministers of finance or whatever, or analysts, said that the Chinese Ren, which is their currency, now accounts for less than 1% of global Bitcoin trading and transaction volumes. And this is huge news because last year it was like number one overall. Like the Chinese were really feeding into this market. Um, so I have a prediction here, guys, and let me know what you think. I think that when China comes back with friendly crypto regulations and opens things up, that's when the next bull market is really going to take off and off to the races. Let me know what you guys think, though. Okay, so as for Malta, you know, their blockchain island, they're going to host the world's first ICCO as the company is called Palladium, based in Malta, and that's an initial convertible coin offering. So they're gonna be offering $150 million in tokens and use part of that, I think 15% of the funds, to build a regulated crypto exchange. And the reason why it's called convertible is because you can convert your tokens to shares later on in the company. And this is huge because that's never been done before. Usually tokens are completely separate. They don't give you voting rights. They don't give you anything of the, tra of the traditional like stock market shares. But now this method will. And if you guys don't remember, analysts have long been saying that or the whole traditional markets like stocks, bonds, whatever, are eventually going to become digitized and tokenized. So is this the first step to that process? 
I sure hope so, because that'd be huge for the crypto world if more and more things become tokenized. So next up, Lightning Network and Bitcoin news. The payment services called CoinGate, many of you guys might have heard of them. They recently launched a Lightning Network program, pilot program for 100 different merchants. And these are for like test transactions using Lightning Network. And they're targeting different partners like esports, e-commerce, website hosting, adult entertainment, those kinds of like really website currency based companies. So that's a good idea. And they said on their blog that it's going to be open July 1st. So that would mean right now it's already ready. And that they said that they would cover any funds lost due to this use of new technology, but that they don't think it'll be any problem at all. So I think that's good and really promising because we've been waiting for a successful scaling solution for Bitcoin for a long, long time. Also, next up, some interesting stuff in crypto land is that the local Bitcoin trader called Bitcoin Maven has been sentenced to one year in prison. Now, this sentencing is important because it's the first of its kind, actually. And Bitcoin Maven is actually a lady called Teresa Tetley, who's been trading and doing Bitcoin, local Bitcoin stuff from 2014 to 2017. And she was ordered to give up 40 BTC, $20,000 in fiat, and more in golden cash. And she was charged with operating an unlawful money transmission business. So this is the first of its kind. And they, the lawyers called it a win because of, at first they were trying to make it 30 months of a sentence, but now it was reduced to just one year. So not that bad, but also I don't think they went in with trying to like skirt the law. I mean, I, I don't know about this lady's motives, but they were probably just trying to take advantage of this new marketplace, local Bitcoins, and she got screwed because of that, um, lost a lot of money. But apparently she traded over millions of dollars worth, so she probably is still quite comfortable after she comes out of a one-year sentence. Let me know what you guys think as well. Okay, next up is a study by Boston College on ICOs and their function. So it was stated that over half of ICOs are not alive anymore or they're dead after five months of operation. And the exact number is 44.2% are still alive after five months. And how they calculated this is to use social media footprint as an indicator. So for example, if there's nothing going on in the Twitter, nothing going on in their Telegram in terms of like official posts and whatnot, then that would mean that they're dead. And that's a decent indicator in my opinion. Usually if, if projects are still alive, they'd be updating their consumers and their community, right? That's pretty reasonable. And they also noted that the ICOs that are able to list on exchanges have a much higher chance of success, which makes so much sense because if they're not able to list, they're not able to get any liquidity for their own tokens that they reserve for themselves. And so they don't have any budget really to kind of do their project. And this just reminded me of Vitalik saying that centralized exchanges should all burn in hell. If you guys haven't heard him say that quote in an interview recently, because they're really kingmakers for tokens, right? For tokens that um, are able to pay that ridiculous fee to get listed, they're the ones who can stay successful. And they also do a bunch of shady stuff like wash trading, propping up tokens, fake volume, etc. This study also noted that the strongest returns are in the first month. So that's why for every one of you who flips their ICO tokens, once you get like 3x gains or so, 
um, soon after it hits the market, that's actually a good strategy. But I don't think that will last much longer because now that more people are catching on to the strategy, it's going to be priced into the market. So eventually, the ICO way of getting quick profits are not going to be able to happen anymore, in my honest opinion. Okay, so the last topic of today is Torrent Site Pirate Bay. Many of you guys know Tyrant Pirate Bay. I know it as well. They are doubling down on using people's CPUs for Monero mining. And they explicitly put a disclaimer in the bottom of their website that they're going to mine Monero on people's CPU and do it to get rid of ads, which I do like not having ads and doing Monero mining perhaps, but it's really controversial because people have said that a lot of their CPU is being used for Monero mining when they're on that website. But it's not only used by shady businesses like Pirate Bay, the UN Children's Fund also uses this method to raise funds for their children, which is a good thing, right? And this method is called crypto jacking, but it's also used very maliciously through people taking over websites to kind of get Monero mined to them and sent to them without the website owners acknowledgement or even knowing about it. And if you're interested to add this to your own website, you can check out an open source software called CoinHive, which kind of automates all of this for you. That's all folks. Um, thank you very much for watching. As always, check out our forums on my right. That's bitcoinforbeginners.io slash discussions. We would love to engage with you guys on there as well. Answer any questions you have. Check out any coin, any project, any news you may have for us. Yeah, I also encourage you guys to watch some more of our content. I'll include it right next to me here. Please check some of them out. That's all, folks. This is Kevin right here. Great seeing you today. Peace out, everybody.